Hello and welcome to the Way Out podcast. This is where we will be discussing all things fitness and life related and how the two intertwine. My aim with this podcast is to be myself, have a laugh, educate and even help some people along in their journeys. Nothing too serious but an enjoyable listen. And if you're expecting perfection here then this is not the place for you. However, thank you for listening and if you're ever looking to work with me in the future or now you can be sure to find me on my Instagram which is Kira O'Connor Coaching. If not there, you can find me on my website, which is kiraoconnor.ie. And once again, thank you for listening. Hello, hola, how are we? So, happy Wednesday. Well, I'm recording this on Wednesday, and I don't know when it will be out. But we didn't get one out last week, so my last, my previous one was on burnout. So if you haven't listened to that already, go listen to it. Um, but at the moment, I am loving, loving Emma Chamberlain's podcast I know I said it in the last podcast but I'm absolutely loving it I also listened to such a good podcast I put it on my Instagram it was about trauma ADHD you know like why like where ADHD comes from but mainly the trauma around us as young children so people have this idea about trauma that like you have to go through you know like you have to be in you know a battle or a war or like something so so bad that that's where you get trauma from but like people who are in happy households can have trauma people who are in a little bit of dysfunctional households can have trauma it all depends like I I think personally everybody has a bit of trauma to be quite honest it's like it explains a lot of our behaviors and maybe are not so great behaviors that's usually either trauma or wounds or triggers so like you know if somebody says something to you or somebody slags you and you get triggered like I know for me something I'm pure out myself but something that like how would you say like I get very embarrassed very quickly um and that's obviously an old wound of mine that like I don't know maybe I haven't healed yet and that's kind of what the podcast was all around it was about those times you know if you ever get triggered or you get very annoyed at someone or somebody says something and you're like wow that actually really hurt me that's just an old wound or an old like trigger that has been brought up by that person slagging you that's what the again that's what the podcast was talking about was going back and like healing those parts of yourself you know and and releasing that this all sounds a little bit like what the fuck is she talking about but I think like everybody can relate to being triggered by something you know like like I said I get embarrassed very quickly so I know for me because I get embarrassed very quickly that is from obviously when I was younger getting slagged you know simple things like that that you feel like that don't make a big impact on your life but they actually really really do make a big impact um and I know for me when I was getting obviously slagged when I was younger that impacts now my daily life which is insane and it explains why I get so embarrassed so quickly but anyways that is not what this podcast is about but if you haven't listened to it it was so good that the guy who was talking about the trauma and the ADHD and everything else that came with it I actually went and bought his book on audible because it's like 18 hours long hell to the no am I reading am I reading a book that is 18 hours long so I said I'd listen to it instead but it's all about his research to obviously back it up so he's not one of these people who's just coming out and saying all of these things with nothing to back it up like he's he actually has research to back up every single claim that he is obviously making and but it all makes sense when you actually listen to it so if you haven't that's the one with the diary of the CEO I can never say that correctly your man Stephen Bartlett go listen to it um I think his name is Mo Mo Dammer or something like that but it's called the childhood light anyways I, do you know what? I'll just link it below I don't know why I'm rambling on but this podcast was actually going to be about fat loss and patience and why it's obviously going to be a short one I think but it's going to be around you know why 
people think that they need patience for fat loss and why you don't actually need patience for fat loss and what most of us are not being told. With fat loss, obviously you want to achieve a goal, you have a goal in mind and people do, like I don't encourage a timeline, so I don't encourage people to be like, okay, every week I want to be down a pound because I think that just sets you up to fail and just sets you up to get kind of annoyed and angry at yourself. But I do think that people in the grand scheme of things have have a timeline. They're like, okay, well, you know, I'd like to see progress in, in two months or a month or whatever. And that's absolutely fine. And um, because again, your goal is to make some physical changes in yourself. But where I think most people get what they get wrong is that they they put everything on hold. So they're like, I, I'm not gonna wear that dress, I'm not gonna wear that top, I'm not gonna go out with my friends, I'm not gonna socialize, I'm not gonna do all of the things that I actually love to do until I lose this weight, you know, so you'll see it nine times out of ten when people want to go on holidays, they, they want to change their, how they, like, how they physically look before they go on holidays, and again, there's nothing wrong with that, but the thing about that is then, is that they're waiting until they're a certain weight, until they can wear that bikini, and I know that most people think, oh, confidence comes from, you know, losing weight and fat loss and blah, 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 but if you haven't already listened to my episode on confidence, because it does not come from fat loss, and like I said, most people are waiting then until they go on holidays to to wear that bikini that they, you know, that they want to wear and they're, they're putting their life essentially on hold. So they're not wearing the things that they want to wear because they're like, oh, well, I'll wear it when I, when I lose 10 pounds or whatever. And the thing about that is that 10 pounds, losing 10 pounds can be such, it can be a long journey, it can be a short journey, it all depends on your lifestyle. But it's not going to be a straight road. Like in the grand scheme of things, yes, if you zoom out and take a bit of perspective, it will be a short journey and it will be very linear. But like as for like a day to day and a week to week and doing your check-ins with your coach and stuff, it won't seem linear and it'll seem up and down and your 10 pounds won't go straight away. Especially if you're the general pop, which is what I deal with, is the general population, you know, and getting them to where they want to be. But a lot of these people still want to go out, still want to drink, still want to live their life. And that's what I'm all about is just having that balance in your life. But with balance comes compromise, but it also comes maybe slow progress because I'm very big obviously on, you know, like I said, balance, but not restricting your calories to the point that your life is literally revolving around the calorie and a weighing scales and my fitness pal. Sometimes people will overdo it on the weekends, but that's the best way for people to learn. Whereas I think when people overdo it on the weekends and then they see, okay, that might have brought me into a surplus for this week. So it means that I won't make that much progress, blah, blah, blah. That's what I'm talking about is in like the journey not being that linear from a week to week check-in process. And when you're doing a week to week check-in process, it can feel like, oh fuck, like, why have I not lost weight in three weeks? But in the grand scheme of things, three weeks out of 52 weeks is absolutely nothing. But because you have a goal and you're like, I'm not wearing X, Y, and Z until I get those 10 pounds off me. That's where people get mixed up. And that's why a lot of people throw in the towel and they stop basically working with a coach or they stop trying to achieve it and they go to kind of the, you know, the fad diet. They're trying to lose fat really quickly because they're putting their life on hold. Whereas if you stop putting your life on hold, you will not find it that difficult. Now, I'm not saying don't have a timeline and work with a coach for two years and see absolutely no result. But what I am saying is that you need to zoom out and get some perspective and understand that, like I said, week to week and day to day, it won't be 
as quick as progress as you want but if if you can still live your life if you can still go out and have those social occasions and still still push yourself to wear certain things now I'm not talking about making yourself super uncomfortable but I am talking about don't put your life on hold until you can wear something because if you do that that's again it requires so much patience so you could be waiting for fucking five months before you get to wear that bikini and it's like then when you get there or you know if it takes a, a bit longer than five months you're just gonna be like oh what the fuck is the point in this you know I, I you know I haven't even got to wear this bikini that I want and it sounds so silly when like maybe it sounds silly I don't know when I'm saying it out loud but this is genuinely where people get mixed up is like everybody's like you just have to have patience and you just have to have this but I'm like no what you actually need is to is to actually live your life you don't need patience as such you need to be consistent yeah and you need to show up for yourself daily and you need to set different goals not just physical ones and not just physical markers in order to keep going with the journey but you definitely don't in my opinion in three years time this opinion can change but you definitely don't need patience in my view because it's patience patience runs thin your patience sitting in traffic isn't the best your patience probably on a day-to-day basis isn't the best so imagine trying to have the patience for fucking five and six months it's not the most ideal situation and that's again why most people give up their fat loss journey and turn to something like a fad diet or like you know an eight-week shred or whatever because they think oh well I'll get quick results but then a year a year down the line they end up in the exact same position so I'm here to remind you You do not need patience, but what you do need is consistency. You do need to show up for yourself every day and you do need to compromise with yourself. So what do I mean by this? Well, consistency, for example, instead of doing one hour of a workout a week, you could show up for 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever suits your lifestyle, three days a week. That, my friend, is more consistency and it reiterates to yourself. Like, have you ever done something once a week and then not done it the next week. It's no wonder you haven't done it the next week because you only done it once. You're not going to do it again. You need to reiterate something to yourself for for you to actually do it again. So if you if you done a workout like 15 20 minutes three times a week versus 1 hour a week, you're more than likely to do the 20 minute workout because you know it only takes fucking 20 minutes. So you're like, "Hell yeah, I'm going to do that next week." You need to make things realistic for you. You need to make them achievable. It goes back to that smart um smart thing. So specific measurable, achievable, or I've got it, it's realistic. So specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time bound is what you need. So you need to make your goals, in a sense, fit into those. It's not to say that you can't have big goals, but that's how you get consistent, is you need to do small, achievable, little things weekly, and do them a couple of times a week rather than just doing one hour of a workout, you know, because that's not going to get you very far. Won't reiterate consistency in your head. Then what else did I have? I had consistency show up. So by show up, what do I actually mean? I mean, set yourself some self promises. So by that, I mean, like when you make a goal, it is actually inherently a, a self promise to yourself. So I was actually describing this to one of my clients the other day. And this is a, something I talk about in the confidence episode. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But it's about self promises and how they are the thing that actually builds your confidence. Another thing that I want to I want to give you an example of is think of 
I don't know, you tell yourself you're gonna wake up at half seven every single morning, okay? The more that you snooze that alarm and the more that you don't do that and you turn that alarm off and you don't get up at half seven and then nine o'clock rolls around and you're rolling out of bed and you're like, fuck's sake, and you're annoyed at yourself and blah, blah, blah. You're reiterating to yourself that you're not able for the half seven, that you're not willing to get up, that you're like, you know, you're telling yourself all of these stories. And I'm not gonna sit here and say that I don't do the same because we all do it. And as much as people can be like, oh, well, you know, if you get up at nine o'clock, it's okay. But at some point, if you wanna make a change to your life, you do need to have to make some sacrifices somewhere, you know? So that may look like for some people getting up at half seven. And if you constantly do not get up at half seven, again, like I said, you're reiterating to yourself, I knew you weren't able to do this. In other words, Kira, I knew you, I knew you couldn't get up at half seven. So that happens to me all the time. I snooze my alarm clock, I'm human, you know? But I always try and remind myself that the promises that I make to myself, so I have a half marathon coming up um, this weekend actually, and that's a promise that I've made to myself. Now, me not following through on that, we could, obviously that could be a break to myself promise, so it could be I will start to doubt myself then and not believe that I'm able for it or I'm not able for a run, but it's like anything, like let's just not even refer to a half marathon, let's refer to just going for a run. The more that you tell yourself that you can't, or that you you'll go out for a run and then you never ever do, the more that you build up that belief in yourself that, oh yeah, you, you, you aren't able to go out for a run. So every time that you go to try and go out for a run, it makes it 10 times harder because you have all of these old beliefs that you never ever follow through on or all of these old self promises that, you know, I promised myself I'd go out for a run, I never did. All of these start start to crop up. So like I said, you, it makes it 10 times harder for you to go for that run. So from now on, instead of the goals, like even your step goal, your water goal, whatever goal you have, start thinking of them as self-promises and as you showing up for future you, you know, because this is, the things that you do now are what builds future you, what builds your future self. And that's, I suppose, what most people are working towards is, is let's say, quote unquote, a better version of themselves or whatever. Yeah, so that's what, that's what showing up looks like. It just looks like setting, obviously, decent, like, achievable goals, being able to show up for yourself, but, rem like, instead of, sometimes I like to refer to things rather than seeing them as goals, because goals, it's kind of easy to break goals, to be honest. Whereas if you refer to them as, like, self-promises, it's like, oh, fuck, I've, I've really promised myself here, you know, so I, I kind of have to stick to this now. Maybe set some self-promises to yourself, start showing up for yourself that way. And the last one is compromise. This is something that I'm big on. So instead of restriction, compromise with yourself. Prime example of this is let's say you're getting a takeaway this weekend. You've already decided you're getting it on Saturday, whatever, that's fine. And then Sunday rolls around and your friends want to go for a McDonald's breakfast and then they want to have a takeaway later that night. Compromise looks like, okay, well on Saturday, you know, I, 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 I am going to have that takeaway with my partner or whatever. But on Sunday, I'm actually not going to, I'm not going to have those things. I'll have something different or I'll still go out with my friends but I, I won't have the food out. Now that to me doesn't look like restriction because the night before you've still given yourself a takeaway, you've you've still managed to have that social occasion but you're just deciding that okay I won't have the food then the next day because I probably will overdo it for the weekend. That'll be three days of eating out etc. And again there's nothing like wrong with eating out but what I'm saying is, is is it comes back to compromise so somewhere along the lines you have to compromise with yourself especially if your goal is fat loss you do have to make certain compromises where it's like okay well you know I've already ate out once this week so I won't eat out another two times because I don't want that obviously to bring me into surplus 
And just simple swaps like that could make a world of difference instead of restriction. You don't have to restrict. All you have to do is literally compromise with yourself. It's the same when you're going out for a couple of drinks. Okay, tonight I'm gonna have five drinks instead of seven drinks. This is where compromise comes in and it's the compromises that can make such a difference. Whereas people view it as like, oh, I have to restrict, have to restrict for fat loss. No, you don't, you don't. You can achieve so much by not restriction. And every one of my clients are a prime example of this. So yeah, that's that's my two cents on it basically. But you don't need patience. You just need to kind of follow up with those three things that I've laid out and you will get wherever you want to be. This is not just, a, this doesn't just apply to fat loss. This applies to if you want to go out running. You know, they are still three things that you need to do consistently. You still need to make compromises with yourself. So you still need to compromise in the sense that, oh, actually, you know, I've promised myself that I am going to go for a run today. So I actually can't have, I can't make those plans for coffee with my friend. I'm going to compromise. I'm going to go out for the run because I promised myself I'm going to go for a run. Comes back to putting yourself first, girls. But yeah, I think that was kind of everything I had to say. Um, I have a marathon this weekend, half marathon. I keep saying marathon like as if, yeah, I have half a marathon that I'm doing with my ride. Woohoo. But I'll let you know how I get on. I don't know if this will be out before I do the marathon, half marathon. Hopefully it will. But yeah, I hope you have a great day on whatever day you're listening to this. Also, I'm thinking of getting rid of like the start of the podcast. Like I really just like raw podcasts where like, you know, you just jump right in. You don't have like an intro or anything really fancy. So also let me know your thoughts on that as well. But as always, thank you for listening. And if anybody has any topics they would like me to cover, please do let me know.